a Big Spark Studios original. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Unhinged with Chris Clemens, the podcast that it's my birthday for. Oh my god! Oh my god! It exploded way fucking worse than we imagined. Oh my god! Take five. Oh my god! Where? What? You gave me a box of tissues. I need to sham. Wow. Oh my god! Everybody just drove off the road. I mean, I just caused nine car accidents on my own birthday. I don't even care if the iPad is good. I mean, we just lost almost half of the champagne bottle. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm gonna have a heart attack. Well, it's my birthday. Hmm. Alrighty, and we are back. Just like a heart attack. What? I don't know. I'm still quite honestly flustered. Um, and this is probably the worst time to bring it up. But make sure you're subscribed to Unhinged with Chris Clements wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to watch this episode, you can go to youtube.com slash Chris. All the episodes are there. And be sure to rate and review this on Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to podcasts. I appreciate the love so hard on this. I've been seeing so many comments of how much people look forward to this and enjoy this and I will never understand that but I am forever grateful um it is November 1st did Scorpio season start can someone fact check when that is uh as a Scorpio I feel like I should know but this episode is coming out on the 4th which is the day before my birthday November 5th and when Scorpio season uh, annually approximately Approximately October 23rd and November 21st. Oh, 20, October 23rd to the 21st of November. Okay, come on, Scorpio season. Um, But yeah, it's my 28th birthday, which is like, I am not one of those people that really like dreads getting older. I think if anything, like life is just going to continue to get better. Um, at, <laughs> at least that's kind of the knocking on wood I'm doing. But yeah, I'm turning 28 last year for my birthday. We were in a pandemic, obviously. So um, my little, what, what did we call them? My my bubble? My pod. My pod. Oh my God, what a triggering word. My podcast. <laughs> um, my pod threw me a little birthday dinner and we had like just like a really cute night. Um, and that was really fun. But this year, oh, and the year before I rented a whole house in Palm Springs. I did like a middle kid drop. Like it was truly like, such a fun thing and I really now that we're uh, like all my friends are vaccinated and we're all getting back to some sort of regularity I did as of this morning just rented a house in Palm Springs again and so when this comes out I will be driving there probably I will probably be uploading this from a charging station um oh my god last birthday or no the last time I went to Palm Springs for a birthday I was spending the entire car ride making assets for the middle kid job so it's another work trip um but I'm very excited. Has a pool, a putting green. I contacted a weed chef. I'm trying to have like a chef come and cook like a fully edible dinner <laughs> and just we all fall asleep. <laughs> I cannot wait. Holy shit. Um, yeah, I just I'm excited to I don't I don't really know. I don't my birthday is until this morning has been making me miserable anytime people bring it up. I just feel like I don't have the time to plan something. My business manager, if you're listening, love you dearly. You've been stressing me out about taxes. <laughs> um, so I just am like, oh, I don't want to do anything. Oh, I feel like, you know, I've talked about it endlessly here. I always, I feel so lonely in my life right now. So like it's a, with Halloween and then my birthday. <gasps> Halloween. 
Guys, it is the day after Halloween weekend. I don't want to say I literally won Halloween, but I am exhausted from carrying Halloween on my back this year. I am exhausted. The first night I was Kris Jenner, and I owned everything but four pieces of that costume. I had to buy pants. I had to buy hip pads. I had to buy a fake Birkin, and then I had to buy a bra. The wig, the sunglasses, the suit, which was literally Kris Jenner's old suit. <laughs> I bought it off the Kardashian closet. Oop. Um, I'm not proud of that, but it was a Margiela suit with tags still on for over half off. Listen, I'm a bargain hunter. <laughs> um, and then the shoes I had. Yeah, that I had people coming up to me at the party being like, are you, are you Kris Jenner? And I was like, no. It is weird, though, I will say. People are like, hi, nice to meet you. Like, I'm so-and-so. And I'd be like, I'm Chris. And they'd be like, yeah, what's your real name? And I was like, no, it, it's Chris. Yeah, it's also Chris. Didn't think this through. And then like, oh, when's your birthday? November 5th. No, when's your birthday? November Yeah, no, we have the same birthday as well. I have the same birthday as Chris Jenner. And then people were like, nice to meet. What's your name? And I was like, Chris. Yeah, no, <laughs> see, different. Yeah, it's, yeah, no, I understand how this sounds. Um, So that was funny. The second night of Halloween, because Halloween's now like a nine-day event, um, I was a Karen with my roommate and good friend Andrew, who has been on the podcast. We had a party that we were invited to Friday night, so we had like 24 hours to think about it. We woke up so fucking hungover, and so like three hours before the party, I call a a wig store, and I was like, are you open? Do you have wigs? And so I had the idea of being either Kylie Jenner in her pregnancy video part two or a Karen. And so I was preparing for both outfits. So that night I decided, well, if Andrew's being a Karen, I should be a Karen because I don't want to be a Karen after he's already been one. Like, you know, that's so lame. So we both went as Karens and we pulled these outfits together so well, so fast. We found these wigs and it had like the perfect dye job. Like it was iconic. I put my wig on a tilt so it looked asymmetrical. And sh- I mean, it was everything. These pictures are all on my Instagram, which, oh my God, they got over 100K likes each, which is so stupid. But like, ah! I can remember when I hit my first 1,000 like picture and I was like, I'm Beyonce. <laughs> um, Oh my God, I literally feel like, Beyonce! Like, oh my god, I know it's so stupid, but like, this feels so exciting to me. So we went as Karens, and then I would pay for the security footage of Andrew and I walking through the women's and girls' section of Target looking for clothes that look like Karen. We were in there for what felt like two hours. <laughs> and we were just like, you know, women's sizing is different. The shoes, I was in a, <laughs> I was in a pair of shoes, a, like three sizes smaller than my actual feet. My feet still hurt, and I wore them like two days ago. But it was iconic. We were Karens. It was everything. I bought a bra for uh, for like my Kris Jenner costume. I had no idea I'd be getting such use out of it for three days straight. And then the next day, I decided to do the Kylie thing. So I bought a black wig the night before where I bought the Karen wig. And I bought this black dress. It was like the per... I went- oh my God, I forgot about this. I go to Target. I'm like, do you have a long dress, body tight with sleeves? Or I just, I went in and I said, do you have a long black dress? And this girl goes, yeah, like, is it okay if it has long sleeves? And I was like, it needs to have long sleeves. Perfect. After she shows me, can, also, can I get a picture with you? Fuck. <laughs> I'm running around Target like a maniac. <laughs> Where's a long black dress? <laughs> and then she's like, can I have a, mm-hmm, of course, yeah, you of course can. She was so fucking nice. Thank you so much for dealing with me. Um, 
But yeah, so I found this long black dress that I put on with the bra and then I cut out like the hole for her belly and then braiding that wig. So the wig I got for Kylie was like maybe a 24 inch synthetic. It was like already curly or not curly, but like, what is it? Like waves, beach waves. Let's go with that. That sounds fun. Um, So it had like beach waves. So I like tried putting it in a ponytail and getting all of that hair through a tiny hair tie was so hard. And then it knotted the whole thing. So it's in a ponytail on my head. I am sweating. It took me probably like no joke, an hour and 20 minutes to braid this fucking ponytail. So I put it in a ponytail. If you're watching this video, you're getting a full like demonstration. Put it in a ponytail. I would try brushing it out and then it would the wig would like fall off oh. my head and then or I would take the comb and it would hit some of the shit that I because the way she had it, it's so sleeked back. So I like, of course, I mean, I'm not here to play games. I want I want to win Halloween. Come on. So I end up like taking the comb and like pulling a strand out. So then I'd have to take it all back out, re put it through. And then when I tried braid, oh, my God, it was just a nightmare. Anyways, I pulled through the picture turned out. I mean, it is oh people thought i had a prosthetic stomach no guys that was just three days of drinking heavily for halloween and then subsequently eating all the food um so yeah i had a great halloween it was just like fun to i don't know i love halloween because (laughs) any opportunity to not be me i am here for and it was just yeah i i found on the nights that i was chris jenner and karen that um, I was really getting into character. Like, I, I went to a Spotify party, and at the front door, I was Chris Jenner, and I was like, I don't know why the plus twos, I don't know, I was told I have plus two, I don't know why, and then I was like, Chris, what are you doing? You, and then I was like, I'm so sorry. This wig and tits have me feeling some type of way. <laughs> I am so sorry. You are a person, and I understand that, and I see you. <sighs> so that's, now you're all caught up <laughs> officially on the shit show that is just my life. Um, now, before we get into the birthday episode, uh, oh, actually, I want to say a huge thank you to everybody who watched the Halloween special. That was so epic. And shout out to Justin, who films and edits. He killed that intro. That motherfucking intro, he kills it all the time. The uh, there's what that one edit, the Seinfeld one that I wish we could talk about, but that I still don't think we've I've recovered from the trauma of. He is just iconic. Um, and I Wait, want to say shout out blush. to him. Good blush, bitch. Um, but yeah, before we get into the birthday episode, I want to dedicate this episode to causes that mean a lot to me since it is my birthday. I know a lot of you guys are like, open a P.O. box. Well, I don't know if people do this still. I used to every birthday be like, I wish you had a P.O. box so I could send you stuff. And I'm like... Girl, I have plenty. I feel very lucky in that sense. If you would like to celebrate my birthday, I would love it if you donated to one of the following causes. Um, In Delaware, I rescued my first dog that we've ever rescued from the Delaware Humane Association. You guys may know Bentley. He's my dog in Delaware that my like family watches because he got really close to my brother's dog. So we couldn't separate them because that feels worse then just missing out on his entire life and existence, but that's fine. (laughs) Not going to cry. But the Delaware Humane Association is incredible. They are so caring. Fun fact, it's where Joe Biden got his dog. Um, 
And so I would love to show some love to them as well as The Last Prisoner Project. Uh, I've, ta- I've shouted them out before and this podcast as well. But it's no secret that I love marijuana. My birthday, I very much intend to partake in it. And as I also talk about a lot, that is not the case for many people who come into contact with marijuana. So um, The Last Prisoner Project is all about delivering justice to people who are serving sentences for marijuana crimes that are no longer illegal. And they serve more than 400 or 40,000 incarcerated U.S. residents who are serving time unjustly, and they employ lawyers to make cases for the expungent of cannabis-related offenses after cannabis legalization laws go into effect. Um, and I just think that that's really important and would be, like, honestly kind of tone deaf if I didn't talk about. And then lastly is the YWCA of Delaware, and they are on a mission to eliminate racism and empower women. Uh, we've been at the forefront of the biggest, or I haven't, but YWCA has been at the forefront of the biggest issues of for over 160 years, and they're working to improve the lives of women, girls, and communities of color through advocacy, local programming, and services. And I picked the Delaware one just because that's where I'm from, and any chance I can give back to the community that like raised me, I think, is a really cool position to be in. So um, all of those links will be in the description of this episode, and you can go click, donate. Um, That would mean a lot to me. That would really feel like a good way to kind of counterbalance the stupidity I'll get into. Um, Hoping not to end up in the hospital this year. Not that I've... Have I? Honestly, I'd believe it. (laughs) I really would believe. On my birthday, I just am like, la, 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 la. And then I, like, find myself in the middle of, like, a NASCAR race. Um... No, that's never happened, but I feel like it's not out of the picture in the next decade. Well, the 100%. Is already kind of dangerous. Oh, the sham. I mean, yeah, look at how we started this fucking episode. Did we dent the ceiling? Yes. I don't care. <laughs> um, let's move into the hot box. This is the part where you guys can call in and leave messages uh, at 310-844-6459. I went on my Instagram. Make sure you're following both my Instagram at Chris Clemens and at Unhinged with Chris Clemens. Because I go on the story and I ask you guys to call in about different topics. Well, I don't even, I need to start remembering what I asked you guys. What was it? Just like. Like wild birthday experiences. Wild birthday experiences. Good, bad, weird. Oh, that's what it was. Good, bad, the ugly. Yeah. I want to hear your guys's. Just, you guys are fucking crazy and I want to hear what your birthdays are like. So let's hit it. Yeah. Okay. This first one, it's a tiny bit longer than I normally allow. Ooh. Come on, exceptions. but But we liked this one and wanted to share it. Ooh. I'm so excited to hear about hey, this. Chris. Hey, Chris. I am so excited to tell you the story. You prompted us with a birthday prompt, and I have the best birthday story from the last year. So I'll try and make it quick. On my 20th birthday, me and all my college roommates threw a party at my house. There was probably like between 50 and 75 people here. Oh, my God. If 50 and, and 70 people were at my house, I'd say get out. I get a knock at the door, and somebody who I don't know, like, in my home, if, like, a friend of a friend opens it, and it's a police officer. <gasps> oh, it's a stripper. He said, you know, I'm here to – I'm here because I got a noise complaint. And so I walk up behind the door and shut it into this police officer's face <laughs> because I'm drunk. <laughs> and – Everybody just looks at me, and so I decide to open the door again, but I'm in a not legal smoking state, and as smokers, we make sure and we hit everything before we open the door, and oh so, God, so I open it again, and I see this man, and something feels off. He is, like, 
5'3", and I'm 5'4". <laughs> He's maybe 150 pounds, and I'm about 200 She's at this like, time. I'll take He's this a little bucket. man. So I get aggressive with him, and I'm in his face talking about, show me a badge, you don't know shit, nobody around here calls. And so I get in this man's face. I am mean, like the party has stopped, and everybody's just staring at me. Oh, honey, you and are the event. And my best friend then tells me that my parents have ordered me a stripper. And that I have been yelling in a stripper's face for the past 45 seconds. <laughs> and this man, when I tell you that had to be like the worst experience for him because he drove I like an hour it. for us. <laughs> and he got here and I cursed in his face and called him a short little man who needs to get off my property. <laughs> Needless to say, the strip show that then commenced was like definitely the most awkward situation I've ever been in in my life. And I just thought you would enjoy that. And I'm really glad that I got to tell you this. But I'm I really you, glad. And I hope you have a great day. You got to tell me this. Thank you so much for that story. <laughs> that was like one of those like rom-coms that you fully predict, but you had an entire, like you had to blast the entirety of it. That was everything. Oh my God. But also a 5'3 stripper. That sounds short king. Short king. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just the asshole. Got it. Um, wow. I, for, I mean, the smoking thing, I lived in New York City and smoked heavily. Oh my God. I forgot. Yeah. I lived in New York City, smoked heavily, and that was always my fear. So I can't even fucking imagine. Also, having been in college and drinking illegally, <laughs> I love what I share on here. Um, hi, legal team. Um, I know exactly that fear. Holy fuck. One night in New York, I was so stoned with my friend, and we hear this isn't funny at all, actually. It's, like, really sad, but it... Hmm. I heard someone, like, scream. Like, a woman scream. So I go over to the window, and I look out. A woman is, like, being chased by a dude. He punches her in the middle of the street, grabs her purse while she's on the ground, and runs off. So I call the police. They get there, and they're like, can we talk to you? I forget I was gravity bonging for my life. I was like, I am so sorry, sir. You can ask me whatever you want over the phone. You... I cannot physically see you. <laughs> you cannot see me and you can most certainly not smell me. Oh my god, it was terrifying. Like it was it was like it felt like calling the police on myself. It was so fucking scary. Obviously the woman in that scenario was like in much more danger and like needed Oh my god, though. I was like, what have I done? They know where I live. They know that I smoke weed. Oh my god. So I get it. Oh my god, I love that story. Yours, the phone call, not mine. Mine's really depressing. I don't know why I told it. Wow. Maybe champagne was not the move for this episode. Um, should we go on to the I'm next one? Justin pick the next one. <gasps> oh, this one. Which yeah. one? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That, you two are Hi, sound. Chris. Hi. Oh, my gosh. So this is actually about my boyfriend. Ooh. Name is Chris. Okay. This is about him. On <laughs> my birthday, I was having such a bad time because the only thing that I was getting from, like, everyone was like a text message. And you want to feel good on your birthday. Yeah, girl. And so he told me like the next day we were going to do something super special because I was, was having like a, a bad time party. and I just didn't really feel that appreciated. And no. I'm somebody who really likes gift giving. Yes. So I thought that he was going to give me like the most amazing gift when he told me like he had something planned. He planned um, this beautiful picnic. It was so nice. Like okay. we just had a lot of good quality time. And then after the picnic, what happened, he girl? said, I'm kind of in the mood to get a piercing and i was like huh i'd be like this is my birthday to get a piercing? so basically like long story short 
he ended up getting a Prince Albert piercing on my birthday. What's a Prince? Is that the dick? And I just got a picnic. <laughs> Nothing else. So yeah, that's my story to tell. I love you so much and I love the podcast. Thank you so much. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, hi, I am no, in fact, Dr. Phil. Dump his ass. <laughs> I hope you guys are not together. That, first of all, yeah, a picnic is cute. If someone took me on a picnic for my birthday, I think I'd shoot someone. That just sounds like my hell. Like, that's like a Tuesday activity or whatever. I mean, no, I guess that's cute that he, like, did something. Like, I've never been in a relationship, so clearly I'm just a cold-hearted bitch. If someone said, let's get a piercing, I'd say, nah, I'm getting a tattoo that you're paying for. Hmm. Maybe he thought in some weird way that... They, like, like, couldn't even have birthday sex. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Maybe he thought it was, like... self-aware. Or maybe he thought in some weird way that that was, like, a gift for her. I, in in like actually quite literally what sense no i think she should dump him though yeah no that's is that harsh like i don't want to fuck anyone's life over but that doesn't like you deserve way more on your birthday there said it okay next caller <laughs> i'm like let's just keep moving forward never look back <laughs> i've hijacked the board i love this i'm also kind of scared I of you too um, hey, you asked for is, birthday stories, so this I'm delivering. Sounds like someone I know uh, leaving a voicemail. Just a hey, tale about my mother's birthday, actually. Oh, mama! My now husband and I we used to scroll Craigslist personal ads just for shits and gigs back in like 2011. Oh, Unfortunately, on my mom's birthday, we were checking it out, and lo and behold, we find an ad in Men Seeking Women. Oh my god, no! Quote: Looking for a woman that looks good in a bikini and does not have kids. I'm a single male with no kids, hoping to have a good time. And a selfie posted below of the man with children, I might add, that my mother had been dating for three years. Now, myself and this man, child, never got along. So although it was my mom's birthday and I hated having to give her the bad news, I think the best birthday gift anyone could get was removing that cockroach from their life. So Maybe like that's the my birthday story. Day- Love the podcast. Have a good day. What? The thing with these voicemails is half the time I'm like, registering everything on like a four second delay because it's kind of like some of your phones are fucking muffled and i'm like trying oh my god that (laughs) that is fucking dark that is like 3 a.m dark that's crazy wait just to clarify her mom was dating the guy that she found on craigslist Yes. Or she it, found on she Craigslist found that he had posted like a man seeking woman. An ad. ad. And it said um, he was looking for someone who didn't have kids, right? Mm-hmm. And then the girl, the lots of voicemail said, oh, he has kids. And he's been dating my mom for <gasps> X amount of time. Oh, that's trauma. Yeah. Like that is just nothing but stone cold trauma. No wonder f- fucking Craigslist got rid of the seeking arrangements, casual encounter thing. Like. But I feel like you could also easily wait until the next day to tell her that. That's how, oh, that's how I feel completely. Like, I oh. I respect, you know, having someone's back and uh, all of that. That is like, dare I say, just kind of crazy. That's unhinged. That you went unhinged of the day award. We should but start if, having that. But if the, if the man, if the cockroach man was going to come to the mom's birthday celebration, then. That's where you just make him look like an idiot then. Yeah. Like, save it. Invite him to dinner the next day also, and then swamp his ass. Not on your mom's birthday. Come on, she's clearly going to go through enough. You should, like, print out the ad. Yes, exactly. And then frame it. Exactly. And then, and then give it, yeah. As a gift. 
<laughs> that's so that's even more dark somehow somehow we got it there damn that that's savage mm-hmm. oh that one which one just pick one hi chris hi. so my birthday is october 29th which as Happy I'm belated. Is tomorrow <laughs> so excited anyway so that means that in 2012 my birthday was the day that Hurricane Sandy decided to hit northern New Jersey, where I'm from. Oh, my so, God, I remember that. So, as you can imagine, that. it wasn't the ideal birthday. Um, the power went out. Yeah, no, it was a nightmare. But before that, we were all trapped inside, and at the time, I was, like, obsessed with playing Minecraft. And so, all my friends on Minecraft, on, like, the server I'd play on, Excuse me. threw me a little virtual birthday party because they knew I was trapped inside my house. And it was, like, the sweetest thing anyone's ever done. And then... It kind of went downhill from there because then the power went out and I couldn't play Minecraft yeah, anymore. No, I was and wondering then my mom how the power made me was a birthday fun. cake, which was just mashed potatoes with a candle in it. So, Honestly? anyway, that's all. That was that was a fun memory for a birthday. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Love you. Thank you. I Loki, my cake this year might be a pile of mashed potatoes with a candle in it. That sounds <laughs> fucking fire. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? No, like, are you kidding? I know that you just told, like, a really sad story about your birthday and, like, whatnot. I'm just thinking about a pile of mashed potatoes with a candle in it. Oh, my God. That sounds phenomenal. Maybe with some, like, biscuits. Like, oh, I can't have biscuits Ooh. anymore. Fuck. French fries. Oh, a potato party. Oh, my God. Like, hash brown oh, patties. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Here we go. We're really doing something here. Mashed potatoes. On- no. Hash brown patties on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Then a layer of mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, French fries or waffle fries. Another oh, the French fries are the candles. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! You guys, I there's a reason we all love each other here. Like you guys just get me. They even got me this little birthday bitch sash. I didn't even address it. I'm just wearing like a. It, I thought it was like a sexy lingerie, and I was like, guys, are we doing it today? Episode whatever number this is, are we really we're doing the nude episode. Okay. I had it all laid out for you. I know it was gorgeous. I appreciated it. I love a good surprise. Um. I remember Sandy, and it was a lot more fun for me because I got three times the amount of I. So I just went started NYU, and Sandy hit in like October. I had twelve days off from school, which was three times longer than my Thanksgiving vacation for college, and so I was living. My friends and I, my mom drove up to get us. We went to my house in Delaware, my two roommates, and we just had a blast. So that was insensitive to say in response to your phone call, but I had a great time. No, she she said that that was a fond memory for her. Even oh, though it was like okay, that's just proof time. that I can barely fucking hear. When are we gonna get in ears? Mm. That might, yeah. Next, yep. No, next caller. Next caller. Should we do two more? Ooh, sure. Normally, I don't, okay, I don't so know. I don't know, and, I don't know what any of these. I don't know what any of these are. So. Hey, Chris. Hey. So. Like two years ago, it was my birthday, and me and this girl had just broken up. I was at my friend's house, and this girl was like, can you take me home? And I was like, yeah, sure. So my ex ends up showing up to that house with her friend that didn't fucking like me. And so I was like, all right, let's go right now, because I don't want to be here. So as I'm backing out, I hit the side of her fucking car with my car, because I'm parked straight in the driveway. And she's all slanted and shit. So I'm like, oh shit, and I fucking pull for it and I get the fuck out of there. So we end up getting back together and like five days later, she goes to physical therapy and she texts me and she's like, oh my God, somebody hit my car. And I was like, what? No way. 
And so she made up this story about how she was in physical therapy and somebody hit her car and they left a note, which I know is a fact because I'm the one that hit her fucking car. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you have a nice time. <laughs> what? Love you. Bye. Love you. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm so baffled by that. I am so fucking baffled by that. I thought that was going to go so much further. <laughs> what? I'm also starting to really feel the entire glass of champagne I had, and I'm like, oh, thank God I didn't drive today. Um, What? Like, just start to finish, what? It's good. It's, a, ma- like it's, it's a match made in heaven because they're both liars. Well, halfway through... <laughs> <laughs> Do you want the mic, Justin? You should be on. At first, I was like, is this Justin? Like, I was like, this feels like this could be Justin. Mostly because I don't really know of many other straight guys who are listening to this podcast. So that kind of threw me off. Also, if I, if I hit a car, I'd never admit it. Oh, my God. That's, yeah. You, t- you take that to the grave. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Or you take it to Unhinged with Chris with Clemens. With Chris that's Clemens, you where you can call 310-844-6159. Thank you. Wow, that was incredible. I'm loving the birthday stories today. <laughs> Did that have anything to do with the birthday? It was the girl's birthday party, right? His ex oh. the girl he wasn't dating. He went to her birthday party. Then got it. Her car, got it. Got it. She made up a weird lie. We're back. Yeah. We're back. So got weird. it. Love it. I love how I don't even catch the birthday aspect of any of these. I'm just like, what a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Oh, there's one more. There's one, one more, and it's a nice one. Oh, it's a nice one. Okay. Hi, Chris. Hi. Hello. I was just calling because I wanted to let you know um, you've been such a big help to me throughout my whole journey, but I've been going through chemo since May, and you helped me so much. We were having car troubles, and you paid, you sent me money and helped me get stuff. Um, Anyways, I just wanted to let you know that Friday will be my last chemo appointment, and yeah, I'm done with my chemo on the doctor's side. I can smoke and partake in all the fun stuff by my birthday. And I don't know, just thank you so much for everything. And we just wanted to say thank you for everything. And you've helped me so much throughout this journey. I really couldn't have done it without you making everything so much better. Thank you for helping my mommy in her car. Okay, I'm bye. gonna, thank no. You. I love you. I, Last email this Friday. Woo. I mean, I'm like literally going to cry. I remember, I think I remember that GoFundMe. Oh, I mean, come on. You didn't have to make your kids say that to her. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my God. That was the sweetest thing ever. Oh, my God. Where was that? Like, three weeks ago when I was, like, just feeling so worthless. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so nice. I don't even know what to say. Like, I'm just like, okay. Next caller. She's happy. That is so... Thank you for calling in. And Oh, my God. I'm so glad that... I don't know what to say. I'm like, that was like the nicest thing I've ever been told in my life. I'm like, okay, good thing this is being fucking live streamed for the internet. <laughs> like, sick. Oh, my God. I don't... I don't... <laughs> I like, she wished you happy birthday. Thank and you. And she, she gets to partake in weed on and her congrats, birthday now. Yeah, congrats to her. That is, Yeah, I know. Her, that's yay. like, that's major. Holy shit. I'm so excited for you. I'm glad that I could have helped in any kind of way I don't I really don't know I've never received like a compliment like that that was so nice and I just I appreciate it like I don't know where to go from here I'm like I I think we can skip the rant today I'm actually in a really good mood like I'm I'll rant about like antidepressants but I'm not going to because I don't care enough um I feel like we can skip the rant that was like a really nice 
moment that I don't want to ruin. That was so fucking nice. Holy shit. <coughs> Whoop. You've been scrolling for too long. Just kidding. I wanted to thank another sponsor of today's episode, which is BetterHelp. If you don't know, BetterHelp is online, affordable, and professional counseling all through the internet. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? Well, BetterHelp is an online, affordable, and professional counseling service that you can do securely through the internet. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating in under 48 hours. To be clear, it is not a crisis hotline or a self-help line. It is professional therapy done securely online. Now, what I think is great about BetterHelp, obviously I live in a major city and there's a lot of therapists uh, available for a wide variety of different topics. But for some people, that isn't always the case. But that's why I love BetterHelp because there is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available to you. Now, because BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, it is easy and free to change therapists if needed. That's something I ran into quite a bit with therapy. You wanna make sure that you are comfortable talking to the person that you're supposed to be telling things to. Now, like I said earlier, it is very affordable. In fact, it's more affordable than traditional online therapy. And what's great is there's financial aid available. Now, because BetterHelp wants you to be living a happier life today, they are offering our Unhinged listeners 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com unhinged. That is betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash unhinged. And you can join over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. So thank you so much, BetterHelp. And get happy, bitches. I mean, it's my birthday. Come on. For um, this episode, for the main portion of it, I, since I am turning 28, I know a big thing, like on YouTube, I've seen people like, 20s or however old they're turning they do like so for this example I'm doing 28 things I've learned in 28 years so I wrote down I pondered long and hard mm, long and hard and um oh my god wait where are they um okay so <laughs> this might be cut short it turns out because they were on my computer and now they're not on my phone Oh, oh, it's here. It's here. It's here. Okay. I found it. Oh my God. I just had to close the app and reopen it. Um, but I came up with 28 things I've learned in my life. They can be really major. They could be really fucking stupid. Um, but I thought it would be fun to just give you bitches some wisdom because this fat fuck is getting older. Um, the first thing I learned is, and this sounds, this is like a really <laughs> crazy way to start. Nothing is final except death. That sounds crazy, but, like, it is the most freeing, like, thing to tell yourself when you are, like, stressing over the severity of something that I, I put severity in air quotes. Like, even with, like, I growing up was scared to say how I felt. I was scared to say, like, just to stand up for myself, to say my opinion. Shout out uh, Emotionally Abusive Father. Mwah. Um, but I just, I was, I always wanted to keep the peace. I wanted people to be happy. People pleaser vibes to the extreme. And I realized that there's nothing wrong with speaking up. And if it offends someone or it bothers somebody or it causes distance, that isn't final. Like even if you're coming out like in a business sense with a new product and it fails, that isn't final. Like nothing is final except death. You can always have a conversation to resurrect a relationship. You can always 
have another drop or another release or another launch to get your business going. Like, there's just nothing is final except death. It's it's kind of a crazy thought because you realize that you can do anything. And I just think a lot of the time, some things feel so end of the world. And I find myself in these situations all the time where I'm like, oh, this video isn't funny. And this video sucked and it underperformed and blah, blah. Chris, guess what, honey? Luck, hopefully for you, there will be another week of the same shit. So nothing is final except death. I think that is something that took me literally, I feel like I learned this past year is just, there's always time, there's always times and opportunities to change the trajectory of something. And all you have to do is just be patient and like perseverant with it. Perseverant? Is that a word? It is now, bitch. Uh, the second thing I learned in 28 years is cow milk is horrifying. <laughs> horrifying. What the fuck is that? So I grew up every meal having a glass of milk at least. My mom was like, you need strong bones. I'm like, no, bitch. What I need is thick skin. Um, <laughs> cow milk is disgusting. Towards like age 10, I was like, okay, what is this white shit? Hated it. So gross. And it's also, I just don't think humans are, I also, oh my God, here's like a mini rant. Is it not fucking weird that we drink the milk of other animals? Like that is, think about that. That is like going up to like a bear and milking its tits. That's fucking weird. That is weird. How did someone even discover that? (laughs) Justin, Justin, you like milk? (laughs) Do you like milk? Cow's milk? Yeah, yeah, of course. You're out. You're done. I don't care. <laughs> Not as much as I like bear milk. <laughs> bear milk slaps, though. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the second thing I learned. If you're drinking it, oat milk, great alternative. Mwah. Tr- almond milk, terrible for the environment. What about chocolate milk? <laughs> chocolate cow's milk? Chocolate cow- Yeah, chocolate cow's milk. Drop dead. We're interrupting this little birthday party for a quick thank you to one of our sponsors, which is Dad Grass. Have you ever been just too damn high? Literally last night. We've all been there. Yep. Last night. With today's weed, sometimes it's a dangerous game. But Dad Grass is reviving the pleasure of the casual smoke so you can chill out without the stress. Look at that little... Anyways, Chris, you'll never be Vanna White. Dadgrass is legal, organic, smokable hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind. Their 100% organic pre-roll joints are very low in THC and high in CBD, so you can enjoy the effects of CBD while keeping a clear head. And I love this during the work week when I... So when I smoke just full THC, I will be asleep four hours later. But I love a low THC, high CBD because I get all of like the anxiety out of the picture, but I'm still, yeah, not like the walking dead. It's honestly like having a glass of wine instead of like the whole bottle for all of you winos out there. (laughs) Now all Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 21 and over and it ships right to your door anywhere in the US. So whether you're looking for a new buzz or a chill way to enjoy an old favorite, Dadgrass will leave you in a euphoric mood. Of course it wouldn't be a gorgeous, gorgeous ad read if they weren't hooking it the fuck up for our listeners. Right now Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off with your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash unhinged. That is D-A-D-G-R-A-S-S dot com slash unhinged for 20% off your first order. And if you missed it, yep, it's dadgrass.com slash unhinged. Back to the episode. 
Um, number three, comparison really is the thief of joy and time. I am king of comparing myself to everybody. It's why I want to unfollow everyone on Instagram, not because it's anything personal towards those people. It's that I emotionally cannot handle seeing everybody's highlight reels as I'm like reeling um, in depression. So comparison, don't fucking do it. I know it's so much easier said than done, but I find myself just totally sabotaging myself because I'm comparing myself to someone who has a totally different life plan than I do, you know? God's plan. <laughs> no, but I just, I think a lot of the time you think that other people have it great. And I think people could definitely say that about my life. That's why I like to talk about when I want to fucking jump into traffic and shit. Because that is, I just don't think anybody's life is great all the time. So don't compare. It's really just a fucking waste of time and a really big waste of like happiness you could be having. Number four. Marijuana will change your life, but it's not that way for everybody. I, in high school, growing up, was so anti-marijuana. I was like, I will never smoke. I will never do drugs. I remember my older brother was like, you'll be in college. You'll, like, do drugs. And I got, I, like, cried. It was, like, his graduation party. And I was like, fuck you. Like, how dare you? Marijuana is incredible. It is everything. I think the only reason I was against it was just in Delaware. I feel like the only people I knew that smoked were bad people <laughs> people who were like I had trauma from so I was like mm, that's for terrible people but it is so crazy and then getting into marijuana and just like really finding how much it helps was so crazy but then learning that that isn't the case for everyone even crazier and I already touched on that earlier but oh my god just never say no I mean like no there's definitely times to say no 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 <laughs> Like, keep an open mind, I guess, is the what I meant to say. Jesus, God, should we end this episode now? It's like your version of dare. I know. I, honestly, I'm going to do something called truth. Truth, never truth and dare. dare. Um, number five, being funny and being yourself is so much hotter than being hot. I cannot emphasize this one enough that, like, being just like so yourself and if you're funny being funny oh my god it is just so much hotter like when you're younger yeah of course everybody wants harry styles but also guess what he's so himself and he's funny and that's what makes him even hotter you know oh my god it's crazy like and looks are just so stupid you can like just change them at any time they can go away like it's so stupid you know like if you think someone is hot at 20 and you marry them, guess what? They will not look like that at 70. Think about that. You guys will be old, decrepit, and decaying. And what are you going to need? A sense of humor in your life. Number six, uh, fame is an awful thing to want. <laughs> when I was younger, I talk about this a lot. I grew up in Delaware and fame fascinated me because it was just so not a thing. And so when I was younger, I always knew that I wanted to be, like, an entertainer. I wanted to be an actor for a long time. I don't know why. But now I, like, obviously have really found my place in comedy and stuff. And I still, I want, what I wanted to be was successful at entertaining, which I think often gets, it rides this, like, weird line of, in order to do that, you kind of have to be known by the public because those are the people who will support you. Um, 
but wanting fame, I think, is just like a crazy concept because it's not a tangible thing. Like you'll never hit. And this is another one. This is kind of like another one later on. But like you will never reach a level with fame that feels comfortable. You're always going to. I don't know how to explain this one, but it's so stupid. And it's, I think, having goals for stuff that aren't, stuff that isn't so set in stone. Like, it's, what is, what am I trying? It's so abstract. Like, the idea of fame is so, there's no, like, threshold where it's like, boop, you're famous. It's just a, it's like a crazy thing to try and chase. And if that's your goal, like, you will never be happy. I promise you that. It's brutal. Number seven, you're probably overthinking it. Get out of your head. Uh, I live in my head. My thoughts <laughs> haunt me. Um, no, they kind of do. I just am someone who overthinks everything. And this is why I smoke so much fucking weed is because, sorry, I'm picking my forehead again. Everybody that one time during a call, I was picking a zit. Everyone was like, me. I was like, no, <laughs> literally me. Um, I overthink everything. I assume everybody hates me all the time. I just overthink every tiny thing. And especially with social media, it doesn't help when you see X, Y, and Z. And you think, well, why isn't that my experience? And all of that. Stop overthinking it. Get on medication, smoke weed, figure out what works for you. Maybe it doesn't involve any substances. In that case, you are just a much stronger person than me. Um, But don't, not everything is that deep and not everything needs to be thought about even remotely that much. Uh, Number nine is education is a privilege. I always hated education. Uh, Anything with like that kind of rules and like, not boundaries, because I love respecting boundaries, but like with that kind of unnecessary boundaries, I just hated. But looking back, I feel so grateful and like just lucky that I was able to go to high school, let alone college. And I feel really proud that I, like, I always wanted to drop out of college. I didn't even want to go to college. And I, looking back on it, feel really lucky that I did because that isn't the case for everybody. A lot of people have to totally turn their lives upside down to go to college and X, Y, and Z. And I just think, at least for me, I thought of education as such like a given that it's just not that way. At the age of 28, I just have so much more insight on life, life experience. And it's crazy. Uh, Number 10 is gluten is the source of all joy, but also insane IBS. Um, (laughs) Crazy. It is fucking crazy. I thought it was maybe a lactose thing. Turns out I really think it might be a gluten thing. The diarrhea I had this morning was insufferable. And it's because of what? Gluten last night. Thank you. Amen. Um, So... Yeah, do with that what you want. Some of you might already know that. Some of you, you might figure that out in a few years. Told you so. Number 11, the grass is always greener. This is kind of like the comparison thing, but unless I'm a lot of these, oh, this one actually ties in with the next one, which is LA isn't what you thought it would be. Um, I always thought like, oh, I need to be in LA. I need to do, da, 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 da. it's just the grass is always greener. Like you think you want, like, I'll speak personally. Everybody thinks that my life and job is very easy and simple. And I just take a picture and I make money. That is literally not how it works 
even in the slightest. To some people, that might be the case. They might just truly, like, for, if you're hot, guess what? All you have to do is this, and you made money. For me, I actually have to be funny. Um, <laughs> so it's not that easy. Uh, and I know a lot of people are like, well, I wish I had your job. And it's like, mm, I wish I had your job. Like, it's, I just think the grass is I, I find this just the older I get, the grass is literally always greener. There's ups and downs to every single scenario, position, life experience. There's always a pro and con. Um, and then L.A. isn't what you thought it would be. I think you always like go into things with like uh, preconceived notions of what it's going to be. And I think for me, L.A. was, like, one of those things that was, like, that's where I need to be and that. It's, like, not – I mean, like, yeah, I guess it's, like, technically where I need to be for, like, work and shit. But I realize that it's not where I want to be necessarily. <laughs> like, I love it and I have really great aspects to my life. I'm not trying to make it sound like I'm in, like, I don't know, Terre Haute or whatever. But, like, I just, you know, it – and that's okay. There's You're allowed to not have things live up to what you thought they would be. You're allowed to not like something that you thought you would like. And that's totally fine. But L.A. is definitely one of those things where, as a kid, I was like, I want to go to college in L.A. I want to do this and that. And it's done. It's had a lot of great positives in my life. But it's also been, like, probably the biggest, one of the biggest struggles I've had to deal with in the past in my current adult life, I guess. I'm not going to try and put a year time frame. I don't even know how long I've fucking been here. Um, Number 13. God, we're only on 13. I am sweating like truly Kyle Massey on trial. <sighs> <laughs> number 13. Your rational feelings are the truth. If so And what I meant by this is like if someone made you feel a way, it's okay to say that that's how it made you feel. Like your rational feelings are the truth. And I say rational because I have a lot of irrational feelings. I use these words in therapy, so it might not be make sense or whatever. I think of a rational thought as like you, <laughs> me trying to give like a therapy spark notes after drinking a glass of champagne. Um, like an irrational thought is like so-and-so hates me. It's like, no. They have a life. They have other friends. They have things that they're doing. They are not always going to be thinking about you, and that is okay. So that's not a rational thought. But, like, having a rational thought of, like, someone bitched you out, and it was just completely inappropriate, and you feel angered by that, it's okay to feel angry by that. And it's also okay to say that you feel angry by that, because I think this kind of goes back earlier, what I was talking about is just, like, I felt so afraid to say how I felt if it was a negative feeling because I wouldn't want someone to be hurt that I felt that way, if that makes sense almost. But that's okay. It's, these are all kind of intertwined because you can, nothing is final. You can have a conversation and say, that made me angry. You guys could go three years, 10 years, 30 years without talking, reconnect, and everything is fine again. But don't deny yourself your feelings just because you're afraid of how it may make someone else feel did that make wow, sense because i yeah. think it did and that felt fucking profound thank you that oh my god i almost got a clap from sam and that feels like the greatest accomplishment of my life <laughs> number 14 save your fucking money save your 
fucking money. Learn from me. I'm telling you, sitting here sweating my balls off in the flesh. I guess I'm on your computer screen. So in the flesh for these three people who are already probably saving their money. Um, save your fucking money. Oh my God. I had a job that paid so much money out of college. It was like an office job. So unsexy. I would buy myself like a St. Laurent briefcase. I was like, it's my first real job. Blah. Save your fucking money. I don't have like any of that shit anymore. It's like you just think you want it in the moment. Try and think long term. Try and think like, okay, I want to have a house. Save for that house. Save for taxes. Save your fucking money. Obviously, I, a good rule of thumb, I would say, is if you're still thinking about the thing days, weeks, months, and it's still available, that's a great sign that you want that. But just give it a breath. If it feels like something that could go really fast, okay, I got that. Sometimes you got to be a little impulsive and spontaneous. Save your money. Save your money. God, I wish I could go back 10 years. I truly, I wish I could go back 10 years ago and start over financially because I would have like two houses by now. It would so fucked up. But I mean, I think it's also important to live your life. I'm very much someone who I am knock on wood making more money than I've ever made in my life. And I want to also enjoy that. I definitely want to think about my future and think about retirement and all of that kind of shit. But I do want to buy myself a handbag. I want to buy myself a cool pair of shoes. I want to go on a trip, you know, like find that balance, but save your fucking money. I cannot tell you how much I wish I just like that was more drilled into my head growing up. No one fucking tells you anything about money. And then you're like getting a job at 16. You're like, what am I even doing? Anyways, number 15, work hard and never settle, but always be respectful and kind. I think People are always like, don't take no for an answer. Sometimes the answer is fucking no. Figure out, I mean, not in all scenarios where the answer is no, because like sex, no means no. But in like business, then find other ways around it. Find problem solving things. But always be firm, but be, remember, it's a person you're talking to. Unless we're like in the age of Svedga robots. Yeah, then you can like fucking spit in their face. I don't care. We're an iRobot. No, but I think it's important to be firm. And I think that message that you often hear of like, don't take no for an answer and say what you want and don't settle. I think that's important. But also understanding that like there are caps and limits to things. Find ways around that. And it goes back, I guess, to the nothing is finite. If you can't do it this time, build your own company so that you can fucking do it, you know? So that is something I, cause I, that's something I do every day in life is like, just, I, I stand up for myself, but I don't want to be rude about it. I don't want anyone to leave the call and be like, well, God, I fucking hate that. Or when I, if, they, if I call someone and they see Chris Clemens be like, oh fuck, what is this going to be? Cause that is no one, people will do so much more and go out of their way for you. If they remember you for being a nice, caring, considerate person. Um, number 16, you will always want more enjoy where you are. This is kind of what I was talking about with fame. Just in like, I used to think if I made X amount a year, like when I had my office job in New York and I was like, oh, if I only had 50 K more a year, I would be so content. No, because when you start getting 50 K more a year, your lifestyle increases and there's always going to be more and more and more that you think you need and that you want and you want to achieve and this and that 
just try and enjoy where you are because I feel like so much of my life I've spent thinking about what's next and thinking about the grand plan and all of that. And I feel like I've missed out on a lot of really cool experiences and things because I just was thinking about something else or I was worrying about tomorrow's stress. Like just be in the moment and try and appreciate where you are. I always think back to when I was a kid, I can remember thinking, oh, sitting in Delaware, like age 10, ironing on shit onto a t-shirt that I printed off of my printer, thinking like, oh, I want to make clothes, but like who the fuck would even buy that from Delaware? And that to me is like, no matter where I am right now and like what I'm, it's like, it's so nice to think like, wow, look how far you've even just made it. Like sometimes celebrating where you are is so much better than thinking about where you could be. So, oh my God, I'm like killing this shit today. I mean, ah, <laughs> come on, antidepressants, anti-anxieties, come on. Um, number 17, you really can do anything. You can do anything. Guys, you can do fucking anything in life. And you don't even have to like cut corners or be a shitty person. Like you truly can. And I, and I feel so strongly about this because that's how I feel my life has been. I grew up in Delaware, no nobody in entertainment. I mean, truly, my family could not be a lesser help <laughs> coming up with YouTube video ideas and anything creative. Love you guys so dearly if you even watch. I mean, but it's just, I go to you guys for financial advice and life and, like, real shit. Like, what am I even talking about now? <laughs> I'm just so distracted. I'm like, uh. Oh, but you can do anything. I grew up in Delaware with not an ounce of a clue of what to do. Not an ounce of a clue. I trusted my gut. I uploaded YouTube videos as a hobby. I didn't tell people for like the first year and a half because it was embarrassing. Oh my God, to say that you were a YouTuber. That wasn't even a fucking word. That was like a cursed word. But you can do anything. Just trust your gut. Know what you want and don't settle. Again, don't settle. You might face 300 potholes in the road before you get to like a fresh patch of fucking pavement. And then you guess what? You might run into 300 more. As someone who has been on YouTube and thought, oh, I wish I could be so-and-so's level. I wish I have passed all of those people just by sticking with it. There was a year where I did not gain a single subscriber because I was losing as much as I was gaining and my number stayed the same. My subscriber count stayed the same for over a year. And I thought so hard about giving up so many times, but I would not have made it <laughs> to sitting on a couch I stole out of someone's office. <laughs> but it, it's true. You can do anything. The key is to not quit. If it's what you know you want, do not quit. It It's it like I just I don't know how to. Like, I don't know. I It's crazy. Like. When I started YouTube, I thought, I want to be so-and-so. I want to be so-and-so. Like, I would just compare myself to everyone. And I've, not that it's about this, but it's just, I've surpassed all of those people I wanted to be. I have longevity more than those people. And again, it, it's not about that. But it's just proof that don't quit. You can literally do anything. If this random kid from Delaware can do what I'm doing, you can do anything. Literally. I feel so strongly about this um oh wait I forgot one 
Number eight. Oh, I forgot. Number eight. <laughs> I'm sure everybody <laughs> caught it in the comments. Uh, social media isn't real. If you don't check it, it doesn't exist. Social media is not fucking real. It is not real. If the internet went away, none of that would exist. Is that not the craziest shit? Us in this room is the only real thing right now. Like, social media does not exist if you don't check it. I Comments have been or something that I'm, as we all know, struggle with and all of that. If you don't check it, it is not real. It is not real. Oh, my God. It is so fucking crazy how social media feels like the end of the world and feels like the entire world. But it's like, oh, my God. It's, it's, it ain't shit. It ain't fucking shit. Oh, my God. It's not real at all. Um, okay, back to the order we originally in. I was like, I thought I missed one. What number are you on? I'm on 18, but that was number eight. <laughs> I just, I guess, passed it. Um, number 18, family doesn't always mean forever, and that's okay. Um, I think a lot more, as like time goes on, I think the idea of like a perfect family, and for a long time, I feel like so many families put up this like front that we're so close and we have no problems. And like, that was like a huge thing. And that was like so rare. I find like that families are just happy. I cut my dad out because he was like the worst fucking person ever. And like, if that person was a friend or my brother's friend or any. I would, I, I mean, I would say you cannot hang out with them. They are terrible. It doesn't matter if it's your own family. You need to look out for yourself. And if that means separating and distancing yourself from someone who's blood, that's fine. Like, just because your blood does not mean that you should put up with, like, emotional, physical, any kind of abuse or just any shitty attitude or anything like that. Um, I think that was really scary for me. But the second I did, I was like, oh, my God, my life has exponentially only gotten better in that department. Mental health, you're playing with that theory. Um, Number 19, you are not your thoughts and you are not your emotions. I was talking with my friend Claudia about this the other day. And this is something that I've obviously, as someone who lives in my head, um, deal with constantly of just like, oh, I think I'm this and this. It's like, no, bitch, look at the facts. You are a good person. You do care about the world around you. You do X, Y, and Z. You are X, Y, and Z. Like, you aren't your emotions and you're not your experiences even. Like, you're just, like, you and an experience is you adapting to that experience or that, yeah, that experience. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But the way we talked about it when I was with Claudia was, that like you are the sky and just because there's a lightning storm and there's sun and there's hurricanes and snow, the sky is still the motherfucking sky. There's just a bunch of shit that it experiences it and changes all of that. It sounded a lot more eloquent when we were in her kitchen talking about it. Maybe some of you guys will understand it. And some of you might not. And that's also okay. <laughs> uh, number 20. Sometimes life sucks. Find the learning lesson. I don't know when this started. I feel like in the last five to ten years, there's just been this idea that, like, (laughs) nothing can be bad. Everything has to be, like, incredible. And that's not the case. Like, I know... (sighs) See, now I go, like, back and forth in my head. (laughs) Me having, like, a full debate in my head. 
Um, like, just there's times that life is going to suck and it's not going to be fair and this, that, the other thing. Don't fight it. Like, sitting there fighting about how, like, fighting life is just a useless battle. <laughs> just accept that life is going to be shitty. Understand that, like, okay, if I can get through this, I'll be able to tackle so much more in the future. And it's so much easier said than done when you're in the situation to be like, this is a learning lesson. But, like, just know that there are going to be moments in life that aren't great that you're going to have to really buckle down and work through or X, Y, and Z. And just know that you'll come out the other side a better or a stronger or more patient or et cetera person. Um, Number 21, medication and therapy means nothing more than you are putting in the work for yourself. I so fucking badly wish I was at therapy at age five. Um, I think I grew up thinking that meant something was wrong with me. That something I remember when I got diagnosed for ADHD in like ninth grade, I like sobbed when I left and they told me I had ADHD like it was like cancer. I was like, I'm I'm like a freak. I'm a fucking loser. I'm like so stupid and something's wrong. Oh my god, bitch, shut the fuck up, you loser. I was in high like freshman in high school. Girl, the world was your oyster at that time. Just it doesn't mean anything other than like you want when you have a broken leg, the doctor's not like, walk on both legs. They're like, here's a fucking crutch to help you walk. That's this. I mean, everyone should be in therapy, by the way. <laughs> like, fucking every single fucking person on planet Earth should be in therapy. I will say that till the day I die. <sighs> Which is just coming closer and closer. <laughs> uh, number 22, state your needs and boundaries. I, this, I guess, these all kind of fucking feel like the same, but... I I don't know. I just was never good at that, of being like, this is what I need. This is what pissed me off. This is my overall feedback. It's okay to have feedback. It's okay to have your own opinion. It's okay to have an opinion that might not fit the rest of it. Again, a conversation can fix all of that. You can say something, like, not awful, but, like, you could have a totally whack opinion. And I think if people around you have a conversation and try and understand it's all fixable. Don't be afraid to say what you need and say what bothers you and any of that. Cause if the people you're saying this to react poorly, that's just proof that they're probably not someone you should be involved with anyway. Um, number 23, you don't need to have all the answers at any time. There's going to be times where you don't know the fucking answer. And there's going to be times where you have to just, Decide the answer on the spot. Good thing number one was nothing is in, nothing is final except death. Nothing's final except death. You don't need to have the fucking answer. Unless you're dead, the problem is most likely salvageable. And sometimes it's not. And that's also fine. I hated this phrase growing up, but as I've gotten older, I find it to be more and more at least true to my life. My mom will argue with this argue with me about this till the day we both die. Wait, what was it? (laughs) Oh, everything happens for a reason. I have become a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And I know that sounds like, I don't mean it as in like the astrology sense. Cause like, I don't really have a full beat on that, but, um, I just think, you know, I went through shitty jobs to learn that there are going to be shitty people to work with in the industry I'm in. And I'm, grateful for that experience because now I know how to navigate that so much easier. Just everything I think happens for a reason. So you don't need to have all the answers 
You might have the answers like three years later for a situation that happened three years ago. <laughs> um, 24, the things you dread the most are usually the things you need to do the most. Don't put them off. Um, there was an example where I needed to fire somebody and I didn't do it for like a year and a half because I was like, I don't want to hurt this person's feelings. I don't want to X, Y, and Z. I don't, I don't want to seem ungrateful. I don't want to any of this. And I just, at the end of the day, I was not satisfied. I was hurt. I was having all of these really negative emotions and it was just something I needed to fucking do. And I knew I needed to do, but I didn't once again, want to hurt someone's feeling or come across a certain way. And what a waste of time that was. And yeah, just I've often found that the things you dread are the things you need to do the most. Or like an event. If I'm going by myself, I will dread it. But then I'll get there and I'll leave and I'll feel so like proud of myself for having done that by myself and surviving. <laughs> Look how crazy that is. Um, number 25, it's okay to cry. That one's self-explanatory, cry. It's like scientifically relieves your stress. 26, a few incredible friends is superior to a bunch of friends who make you feel alone. Bong, 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 bong. Um, that one is like, I mean, once you figure that one out, I'm still kind of figuring that out. Sometimes there's, sometimes you just want to be surrounded in a room of people that you like love and you want it to be a huge crowded filled room. That may not always be the case right now. I feel like I have a really physically, I have a lot of I've done a lot in my life, so I feel like I have a bunch of friends from all the different experiences I've done. But like physically on a day-to-day basis, I feel like I have so few friends, but I feel so, well, I'm working on that. I feel almost okay with that because there are times where I just would like to like have, I'm not good at like loose acquaintances. It's like (laughs) I either don't think about you or it's like I want to spend every second with you. So I'm working on that. But a few incredible, it's quality over quantity, bitches. Come on. Um, 27, we're almost here at the end, I know. Some of you guys are like, okay, girls, wrap the fuck up. Uh, I wish I didn't wish, uh, I shouldn't have wished childhood away. Childhood was so lit. What the fuck were all of us thinking? Like, I want to be an adult. I want to drive. I want to drink. Oh my God, you know what's better than drinking? <laughs> Sleeping in <laughs> on a Saturday. No emails. <laughs> oh my God. The biggest thing is like, okay, you have a timed math test. <laughs> bitch bring it oh childhood was like the best and you think you want freedom and adulthood no you don't you want someone to make your food every fucking day (laughs) i mean that truly you want someone else to get the groceries you want someone to deal with the power bills like don't wish away your time it is so silly enjoy where you're at uh and then (laughs) finally this is like the most niche ending to this list number 28 do not monetize all your hobbies. In this world where you can hop on live streaming, you can sell, I mean, fucking, you can sell your labia at this point on OnlyFans. I mean, <laughs> you can really make money off of anything. Don't monetize, like, keep some things for yourself because as someone who has monetized all their hobbies, it has been extremely hard for me, especially with this pandemic of trying to find things to do that I feel are productive for only me not a business not a my bank account not for anything but myself and it's been very difficult I've turned like just clothing into a business like designing into a business I've turned like painting and video it's just all of keep some stuff for yourself and with that that's 28 things I learned in 28 years 28 years that's 
I'm almost at third. <gasps> Jesus. I'm here with some secrets. Um, okay, well, I guess I was cut off, so that's probably for the best. Uh, it's just time for the owl. No. <laughs> Hello? This is time for the secrets portion of the episode where we close out each episode with the little unhinged owl that flies in and drops off some secrets that you guys have submitted on the link that is in the description of every episode. This one is birthday themed. If you've like ever fucked up a birthday or something like that, you don't really know. You don't handle that. I think that's what it is. So if it's not, whoopsie daisies. But I went on my Instagram again and uh, how'd you guys submit stuff? The link is always the same. So if you want to submit something and I don't have an Instagram prompt, the link is in every description. First up, when my partner broke up with me, I slept with his best friend and he later found out about it on his birthday. Well, good thing you guys broke up. That's what I will say. It was Christmas, a.k.a. Jesus's birthday. That is a fucking stretch coming from a con artist. <laughs> this is like me on any test. It was Christmas, a.k.a. Jesus's birthday. Birthday related. Uh, my now ex-boyfriend and his family invited me over to their house, and they were having this whole celebration, very Catholic, and we ended up having sex in his room. When 50-plus people were there, we put on the movie H.O.P.? Oh, hop. Okay, well, it's in all caps, so that's this person's fault. To block noise on Jesus' birthday. Okay, so you're just bragging about how you had sex and nobody found out. Okay, cool. Must be fucking nice. <laughs> on my 21st birthday, I got super drunk and slept with my roommate's brother. And at one point, my roommate burst into the room during the sex and he had to hide under my blankets. I don't think she saw. We're still friends today and I still see her brother whenever I visit her. But neither of us have ever said a thing. That seems like it's for the best. Just, that's also really sly. I've walked in on my roommates having, oh my God. Ah! My roommates, one year in college, or maybe it was like a summer thing. I don't remember. I had two roommates once. They started hooking up with each other. I was like, first of all, FOMO. <laughs> Second of all, I walk in and one of them was giving the other a blowjob and I was like, oop. And I sent something weird, like one ran to their room and like pretend to be asleep. And I was like, mm, I'm not buying it. How did you do that? That's really incredible that you kind of had that one fly under the radar. I lied about my age to everyone I met for six years and no one knew better until it was my 21st birthday and I was only 20. So I had to make up an excuse to not go out. And I said I got food poisoning and then that night got food poisoning. <laughs> I thought it was karma until the next day all my friends came over with Costco liquor bottles for me. They still don't know to this day I'm a year younger. That's like, you've set your... Weird. This is where you say, speak up for your boundaries. Yeah. Say what you want, bitch. Oh my God. So you're, you turned 21 and you had a 22nd birthday? That's honestly, though, that's where I would be like, I want my 22nd birthday to be 21 themed. Mm -hmm. And I would talk like, oh, my God. See, that's a number 29. We're going to do one to one for good luck. Don't lie. It's just it's so <laughs> exhausting. It is so exhausting. The lies you have to remember, the fucking stories and shit. Just it's so much easier to tell the truth. Like, oh, my God, I wish someone had told me that. It is just it is so much harder, but it is so much easier after the fact like you say it and then that's it people know exactly where you're at oh my god people don't even know where you're at and like the fucking timeline of your life that's horrifying 
Uh, next up, I ran away the day after my 16th birthday after getting in trouble with my parents for ditching school. I booked a flight for the next morning using my birthday money, flew to a different state, went to a concert with my friend who lived there. Then I came back home the next day. My mom never found out I was there. I was 16. I was absolutely insane, but pretty fucking smart, too. Don't you have to be, like, 18 to travel alone? I traveled before I was 18. Alone? I think so. That is... Maybe I she could, had a fake ID. Everyone's lying. I, everyone's a liar. You're a liars. Uh, I am almost 28, and I literally am afraid to travel by myself still. <laughs> I'm like, mm, is someone going to be with me at the airport? <laughs> I just went to GovBall. I talked about it, and my flight. Oh, my God, that flight. Did I talk about that flight on here? Do we know? The flight? Oh, oh my God. Thank God. I hope to never remember it. Basically, my two friends, we were all on the same flight. We got to the airport super late. I drove, so I was looking for the car. I let them out so they could check their bags, and they were having trouble checking in, et cetera, et cetera. They got to the gate. I checked in apparently too late. No, I checked in. I went to check my bag, and it was apparently too late, even though boarding hadn't started. I was like, I think you guys could get this to the airplane in time. I don't know. So I got put on a different flight. And so I was in the airport alone. Oh, it was as like a hurricane was going through New York. So my friends landed and I'm like six hours delayed alone in the airport on edibles and like so drunk. So drunk. And it was just traveling alone is so sad. How are we talking about this? Did you cry? Right. I think so. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no way with that kind of math equation, like edibles plus wine plus like abandonment (laughs) that I felt like I wasn't going to cry. You know, I probably did. But I think I was also just sweating so much that I didn't. Like, that was, like, my body releasing the... (laughs) Yeah, it was like, okay, we mourn in different ways. Last up on the secrets for this birthday episode. On my 21st birthday, I went outside in the snow in my bikini and had my mom take pics of me for fun. (laughs) Little does she know that picture got me a ton of subscribers on OnlyFans! Ah! Oh my god, you better have given your mom a fucking cut of that. That's iconic! That's iconic! Mom, can you take some fun pics of me in the snow? Babe, why are you in a bikini? <laughs> Just, that's what my friends all did. Where It's like for Facebook. That's iconic. I, and not for Facebook, Instagram. People don't say Facebook anymore. Oh my God, that is so funny. Oh my God. I'm also so jealous of everyone who can do OnlyFans and not like worry about like someone in their life seeing them crank, crank the lever. Like, you know? <laughs> oh my God, I'd be so... I would be horrified if, like, I was like, hey, guys, I have an OnlyFans. And then, like, my closest group of friends could see me cranking that soldier boy. No way. No way. No way. And was with that, that the, was that the last secret? That was the, well, I feel like Jake has one more that we really wanted to. There's none in here. I know. He forgot. Yay. Is it a mashed potato cake? Thank. Oh, my God. Cupcakes. Oh. Oh my God, it's your B-Day. Thank you, guys. This is, what should I make a wish for? That this ends up in the fucking charts, you bitches. Yeah. Ah! Thank you guys so much for these. Are they gluten-free? Some of them are. Ah! Oh my God, I was going to say it as a joke, fully thinking they weren't. Oh my God, I'm appreciative, honestly, of just the thought. Even if they weren't, I would feel like so happy just being thought of like I'm just happy to be here like that is all I've learned in life is like I am just so happy to be in- included oh my god this is so nice guys Happy birthday! thank Chris. you Happy when birthday, did you get Chris. these 
Who got these and when? Don't you, tell him anything. Sam, when no, did you get them? Oh my God, you guys are so... <laughs> I am the nosiest bitch and I always find shit out. I had no idea there were cupcakes in this room this whole time. The lemon blueberry ones are gluten-free and then the other... Lemon the other blueberry? Yes. Oh, guys, we have to end this episode. I have like a lemon blueberry cupcake to shove in a place that the sun don't shine. My mouth, okay? Sick fucks. Um, thank you so much to you guys for... <laughs> I'm just so distracted by the 12 cupcakes sitting in front of me. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Unhinged with Chris Clemens. Be sure to rate and review it wherever you listen to podcasts, especially on Apple Podcasts. It helps out a ton, and we still haven't really been charting, so I don't know what that's about. Also, share it with your friends as well, and subscribe. And watch the video portions on YouTube.com slash Chris, etc., etc. I'm going to go celebrate my birthday, because this episode is... I am not good with the whole, like, we're recording this on the 1st, but it comes out on the 4th, but my birthday's the 5th. Anyways, I failed math. Goodbye. Guys, this is so nice. Those candles were burning for a minute and a half. I didn't even see them.